Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. What's going on, everyone? Thanks again for coming out, spending Monday night with us here at Mister's Bar and Lanes. It's always great to see this place packed. Love it. We don't take it lightly. Thanks again for coming out. All episodes, uh, again, they'll be at golongtd.com, Apple, Spotify, all that good stuff, too. So here he is. Isaiah McKenzie's in the house. Strutting on in. Let's hear it for him. Fancy new headsets. Yeah, you got to contend with hair up there. Ah, all right. Good to see you, Isaiah. It's good to see you. Long time no see. It's been a while. We should have a lot to talk about tonight, so be ready. A little bit. A little bit to get into. That was uh, painstaking, absurd, yeah. ludicrous. Yeah. What's the word that comes to mind for that 33-30 uh, loss? To the Minnesota Vikings. It, it sucks. It, 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 it sucks. But I mean, I, I don't have words for it. It was, it was an amazing game. You know, we had some turnovers and things like that. But at the end of the day, it was, it was a pretty good game, but a pretty good team. You know, but we always wanted to come out with the win, but that one sucked. I think it was the first loss at home for the Bills, leading by 14 at mm -hmm. halftime since 1968. So there's that way to look at it, right? You can be cynical and down and out. But it was. <laughs> Crazy to be a part of that, too. Yeah. The ups and the downs, the momentum swings. We're going to go through it painstaking detail yeah. like we did uh, 13 seconds. <laughs> but that's the beauty of this, right? It's the yeah. regular season, uh -huh. so it's not, the, it's not the end of the road for you guys. Yeah, you're right. Hey, uh, Coach Madero said earlier, you know, it's better, you know, than it happened in the playoffs. Than it, you know, it better to happen now than in the playoffs. He said, not saying that we're going to make the playoffs, but he's saying, like, you know, it's better to happen now. We struggle now than later. I mean, every team is going to go through a bad period. I think you know, the team that won the Super Bowl last year, the Rams, they didn't even win a game in the month of November. Mm -hmm. So it's a long season. There's going to be ebbs and flows. Like you said, is it, is it kind of good to have a little adversity? Because for a while, things seem to be coming easy for this offense, scoring at will, moving the ball at will, and now that it's, is not the case. Uh, I would say it's just humbling, you know, like – Beginning of the season, we're scoring 30, 40 points, you know, just beating, you know, beating, beating people by a good margin. Now, games are getting tough. It's November, November December, where it's good, the good, fall, good football is played. So, I feel like everybody's bringing their A game now that comes in the stadium. 
and wherever we go, everybody's gonna bring their air game because number one, everybody got us winning, and number two, it's just like they want to win. So I just feel like November, December, you gotta play your best football, and right now we're not playing our best football. So that, that, that's why we ha we love Isaiah McKenzie, though, right? You're not gonna give us just cliche BS up here. <laughs> this isn't PR, poll tested, sanitized. Yeah. No, it's real. It was bad. It was yeah. bad. It was bad. Yeah. All right, but I don't know where you want to start with this because it was crazy. I, I'm guessing 27 to 10 after mm -hmm. Tyler Bass makes a 45-yarder. Mm -hmm. What? Up? I, I had to take notes. I'm not going to be able to remember this at the top of my head. A minute and 51 left in the third quarter. Yeah. What's going through your head at that point? A minute 51 left in the third. Um, 27 to 10. I don't know, to be honest. I was thinking, you know, score more points as usual. You know, just – just keep doing what we're doing. A lot of people, you know, had their opinions about the whole situation, but I just felt like, you know, score points. I mean, we're playing football. The game's not over until the clock says zero in the fourth quarter. So I was thinking score points. I'm pretty sure everybody else was thinking it. On the offensive side of the ball. I mean, the momentum really shifted, though, with that Delvin Cook, 81-yarder, right? That, yeah. That, it was, I mean, the Vikings' offense isn't doing much. Yeah. They need life. That was, that was, that was kind of like, okay, well, he scored, but – you know, the offense is going to get back on the field and score again. Yeah. And so that's a, that was the plan. Do, do you know Dalvin? I know you're both South yeah. Florida guys. You train together? Yeah, we grew up across the street from each other, me, him, and uh, his younger brother, uh, James Cook, right across right. the street from each other. So. <laughs> and we played on the same Little League team. R you and Dalvin Cook played yeah. the same Little League team? Yeah. That's pretty terrifying for yeah. other little kids out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then we played against each other in high school my senior year, and they beat us, so. What was he like at that age? Is he doing the same kind of stuff? High school or Little League? Little League. Yeah, yeah, he was doing the same stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's, you, it's, it's kind of the same thing. So what I saw, I was kind of used to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he got a big block on that play, too. Justin Jefferson. We'll, yeah. we'll get into him, but, <laughs> yeah. Not many words to describe. Yeah, guys there. So that made it 27-17, but then, boom, you guys go right down the field. Mm -hmm. Drive. Fourth and two. Fourth quarter, 10.42 left. And th this is – I want to kind of get everybody's thoughts on this. Like, would you have rather Sean McDermott and the Bills kick a field goal or go for it in that situation? Kick, kick, a, field, kick a field goal. Let's hear it right now. You got a field goal over there. So you guys wanted them to go for it. You wanted the touchdown. Okay. All right. I well, agree, because we get, we get on Sean for being too passive in those yeah. situations. So, got to be consistent. Yeah. Gotta, I, I liked it. Go for the kill. Go up 34-17. Mm -hmm. Bury Minnesota. Um, and it didn't, it didn't work out, that play, yeah, though. Yeah, it didn't work out. What was your vantage point on that one? I, I know you, kinda, you got caught, like, out of bounds. Yeah, I got pushed out of bounds. And uh, Patrick Peterson made, it, made an interception. So, it was just like, it's really much nothing I could do. But... The ball was just thrown. I feel like it was nothing nobody could do. The ball was thrown in the air, and he picked it. It was like, hey, well, we just got to stop him. Yeah. So it, was, it wasn't much. You know what I'm saying? It's just like a so – you got, you got pushed out of bounds? Yeah, I got pushed out of bounds, so I had to stay out of bounds. Yeah. And then so I was like, oh. And then he threw it. I'm like, oh, he picked it. And then he ran, and it was like, oh, okay. Because you, you can come back in, but you have to, like, reestablish yourself. I don't really no, know No, so that. if I get pushed out of bounds, uh, somebody has to touch the ball for me to touch it. And I have, I have reestablished and then touch it. They can't touch it out of bounds. Yeah. Imagine you heard from a few of your Twitter friends on that one, right? They, like they're, they're, always, they're always on you for something. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, the guy told me, hey, um, <laughs> this is funny. He said, uh, you, you should have just ran back in bounds and tried to slap the ball down and got a penalty. I didn't know Josh was going to throw the ball. <laughs> Like, how did I know the ball was going to be in the air? Like, you wanted me to say, oh, just go take the penalty, touch the ball anyway. Like, I didn't know Josh was going to throw the ball. So how am I supposed to know he's going to throw it and me run in? Like, that's not that part of my, my game plan. Yeah. It, it, it is really easy after the fact to just slow time down yeah. to a crawl. Yeah. Right? In the moment, yeah. it's not a crawl. Yeah. It's no. split Everything's second. moving. You know, pieces moving, blah, blah, blah. Push out of bounds. Oh, so I'm, in my mind, I'm supposed to think, oh, jump back and bounce because Josh is going to throw this ball. I had no idea. He just threw it, interception. 
At the same time, like you're up, right? I mean, things yeah. are fine. I, I, even Minnesota, they go down, they convert two fourth downs. It's 27-23. They miss the extra point. Mm-hmm. And then you're, Stephon Diggs, unbelievable game. There's yeah. probably that one play he'd like to have back. Third and 15 off oh, his yeah. chest, I think. Mm-hmm. So then Minnesota gets the ball back. Mm-hmm. 326 left in the fourth quarter. 221 left. Third down. Von Miller sacks Kirk Cousins. The Bills' Twitter account said the game was over. At that point, they, they declared the game over. I think we all thought. <laughs> Did you think the game was over when, when Vaughn had that sack? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was over. It was, what, what is it, fourth and what? That, was, that would have been third and no, I'm saying when he sacked him. When he sacked him. Was, when he sacked him, there was two minutes left. It was a two-minute warning. They yeah. played closing time on the Fox broadcast. Like, I think everybody thought the game was over. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. yeah. Well, the game's never over because we were 13 seconds. We know this game's never. Did over. you have like PTSD? No, I, to be honest, when when all that was going on, and I was like, you know, we're still gonna win. Like in my mind, it was just like when we played the Jets. I was like, we're gonna win. I'm never thinking we're gonna lose because if the offense has the ball at the end of the game, I feel like we have a, a great chance of winning. So, I mean, fourth and eighteen. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just, has anybody out there seen a, a catch like that? Justin Jefferson. I, I've never seen anything like that in my life. Have you? Yeah. You have? I think. I mean, yeah, I mean, not one-handed, but the D-hop. That's Arizona. You know, that. Scoring the game. That was, I mean, right, that was Hal Mary. That's true. That was a good catch. But this was crazier. I mean, it was. It was. Fourth and 18, you think. Cam hey. Lewis has two hands on the ball. Jefferson has one. Credit to him. I mean, you could feel for him in the locker room after. It seemed like he understandably took it really hard. He knows he should just batted it down, and it's game over right then. Yeah. Um, it's easy to say in the moment. Like, he, he wanted to steal the game with an interception. Understandable. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people say, why don't you just smack it, smack it down? It's just like, oh. And then, like, you're not, I mean, I guess you should think that a situation, but it's just so hard. How how difficult is that as a professional athlete? In, to in try to think of every situation, like try to do the right thing. That's yeah, like why why would he go up for the interception? You think? Have, have you been caught in those moments where you kind of lose track of situation? And I mean, you bat it down, the game's over. Yeah. Ah, uh, that's tough. I mean, it's it's a lot to think about. You know what I'm saying? Fourth and like in his situation is fourth and eighteen. He's, they, they throw a pass where it looks like the ball is coming to you, and I mean, the ball is there, and you got two hands on. It's like, oh, I win the game, basically. Yeah. yeah. It, you could feel for him. He he was hurting after. I'd imagine too. I don't, I don't know if you guys are friends, but like, how, how, I mean, you've you've had your own ups and downs. How do you recover from a play like that? Um. I guess you just move on, you know. You just take it on the chin and say, "Hey," because there was all, there were other opportunities out there. We could have won the game, you know. Right. It wasn't just that play, you know. So I feel like for him, he just said, "Hey," you know. You just take it on the chin. I mean, I can say against the Dolphins, you know, I could have ran out of bounds. I mean, I couldn't get there, but I could have, you know. But there was other situations in the game where we could have won that game. So, but like I wouldn't say he should take. I mean, I. I you obviously take it hard on yourself because it was you in the moment, but at the same time, it's like, hey, you had other opportunities and it didn't work out. So that's where I think, like coaches, I always tend to blame coaches more than players. Anyways, <laughs> you guys are the ones out there risking your brains and your bodies. So that's my inherent, you know, where I'm coming. But shouldn't the coaches just kind of be like screaming, knock it down, like like just reminding everybody, okay, yeah. like this is the situation, fourth down, fourth and eighteen. This is what you have. Like, I feel like the, some intervention there could help, but that's just uh, I mean, they probably, like, I get Cam Lewis. Like, you're just you're you're playing, you're reacting, you're on, yeah. you're playing. I don't know instinct. if they said I don't know if they said it or not because I'm not in the defensive huddle or nothing. Yeah. But I mean, if they said it, didn't say it. I mean, I don't know. That's that's tough. But you had the goal line stand. I mean, later that drive, yeah. they get down there. Um, Dalvin Cook drops a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Shaq Lawson stuffs Kirk Cousins. It's game over. 50 seconds left. The Vikings front office, I think it was reported up in the press box. They left. Everybody, like, they were done. Uh, I don't know what the, the, the probability was, but it's just a matter of getting that snap from the center and falling forward. And I imagine your pal, uh, Josh Allen, is pretty sick on that one. You weren't on the field, I don't think, right? No, no, no. Yeah. 
I was sick. I was sick. I'm like I'm looking at it. I'm like, there's no way. Then and they're like pointing at the, the crowd. Like everybody's quiet. Like the stadium's quiet, and everybody's pointing. The Vikings are pointing. Like touchdown, touchdown. I'm like, what? There's no way. And then, for sure, it was a touchdown. And I'm like, all right. This is tough. Man. Yeah, it's. I, I would. I would think. I mean, Shaq Lawson standing up on the table, rightfully so, celebrate. It feels like the game's over yeah. at that point. It really does. Um, it's just something as simple as we, we take it for granted, the exchange from the center, mm-hmm. but you know, you're on the one inch line. I don't know if it like anxiety sets in. I wish Josh was here. We could ask him. Right. But like, <laughs> it's, it's tough. It's tough. And they score but to your guys' credit. You come down five plays, 69 yards, 39 seconds and tie the game. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, and you made a play on that drive, but mm-hmm. first you're, Gabe Davis catches the twenty yarder that may or may not have been a catch, right? Yeah. That was. But I asked t- him. I asked him today. I said, "Did you catch that ball?" He was like, "I guess we'll never know." <laughs> I was like, "Good deal." You guys did a good job, though. What, what's it like out on the field when Gabe Davis catches that, and you know you have to get up to the line? Everybody kind of knows, like, you know, this might not have been a catch, and they're gonna review it upstairs well, if they have a little extra time. Well, when he when he did that, like I don't know if they were they knew or not, but we ran we hurry up and ran hurry up offense. So we just snapped the ball before you know they could review it or whatnot. And instead of, well, I told Diggs I was like, hey Diggs, just run deep, or whatever, just get off the ball so the ball can snap. And he ran deep, and I just stayed short, and they gave it to me. And I ran out of bounds, but I wasn't trying to run that far, so I just told him to do it. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're telling Diggs, you go, you go. I'm like, yeah, you just run deep. I'm tired of running. <laughs> so, and then he just threw me, Josh just threw me the ball and I ran out of bounds. That's crazy. I mean, we think that this, this game is so high tech and you yeah. spent, you know, months upon months devising the perfect play. It's yeah. just backyard football at that point? Yeah, at that, at, in that situation, it was like, I'm supposed to go straight. And then I, I was supposed to run a seam of the numbers and I was supposed to run a go ball. And Josh is supposed to, you know, you know, throw the ball. And I told Diggs, I said, hey, you know, they called the play, and I'm like, just go, just go, just run. And he's like, he's like, all right. And then in, in the mix of us hurrying up, he, we having a, like a calm conversation. He goes, all right. So he takes off, and I just stay short. And then he just throws the gun out of bounds. And then Diggs makes the block, and I just run out of bounds. But I was like, yeah. That's just a lot that Isaiah McKenzie can boss Stephon Diggs around with the game on the line, right? Yeah, I'm kind of... He knows what's <laughs> up. <laughs> kind of like, his, you know, he listens. You know, even yeah. though he's, you know, Diggs, he still listens. Yeah. You know, in that situation, he was like, all right, I guess. So I'm just going to go. So, uh, not a lot of time to argue. Not well. a lot of time to argue. Yeah, yeah, not in that situation. No. And then you made the play, and, like, I think everybody watching at home here is probably screaming. screaming. <laughs> Isaiah, what are you doing? Not again. <laughs> What's going through your head? The thing you is, catch the ball, and you're going to go toward when, the middle of the field. When I, when I caught it, my thing was get to the hash because I didn't know how far I was from the sideline. And so I turned, like, when I turned inside, and I was far away from the hash, so I just made it right and went out of bounds. But, you know, in that, like, in that situation, I'm thinking – as I'm running, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> because the last time I was in the middle of the field, not, well, tw- close to the hash, like, I was told to get upfield. So I was making sure I saw the hash and I went out of bounds. Right. So, you know, okay, we're, we're, we're in territory here. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You don't, don't need to fight for any extra yards. Yeah, no. You know, it just, and I'm sure we'll get into it later, but you've, I want to say, we, we haven't talked in a while, but Kansas City, obviously, there's some plays yeah. you wanted to have back. Boy, when the ball is near you now, it, it's a vice grip. You know, I think you've kind of answered the ball security yeah. issues at that point. How have you kind of cleaned that up on the fly? Um, I would just say I, the Chiefs game wasn't my best game. I know it, you know, and I had to just take it on the chin. You know what I'm saying? Not, not every – I wouldn't say not every game, but, you know, you're going to have a game here and there where you just like – you're a little off. And that game I felt off. I'm coming off concussion, trying to get in the rhythm, and I'm tripping over my feet. I'm getting hit in the air. I'm like, it's, it's just not my day. So um, I just had to come back and just like, just knock the dust off. I wouldn't say knock the dust off, but just get back in the routine, get in the rhythm with things like that. After the Chiefs, we play who? That would have been the Jets? Jets. Oh, that was the Jets? That was right after the Chiefs? No, right? It was bye. the Jets. All right, the bye week and then 
Jets. Bye week ten Jets. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I was I knew I wasn't tripping. Yeah. They played the Jets and uh, Green Bay. I'm sorry, Green Bay. Green Bay. I, I knew. I, <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> but Green Bay, yeah. So the Green Bay game came and I had one catch and then I had the touchdown for the jet sweep. So I was just getting back in the groove and then we played the Jets. I knew we played the Jets after that, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And in that situation, I was still, you know, just doing my part and you know, just, you know, running routes, trying to get open, catching the ball, blah blah blah. And then yesterday came. It was like, hey, everybody's. He distributed, Josh is distributing the ball, and hey, I know I can catch. I just, just yeah. got to get it. I mean, I give, I think last year you, you make one mistake, and it's, you know, sayonara, Isaiah. Yeah. You know, see you <laughs> see next year. Yeah. Um, to, to your coach's credit, I mean, you, you're, you were still out there on the field, right? Yeah. After, so they, I think, did you talk to them about kind of fighting through that at all? Was anything had to be said? Um, not that I talked to him. I just feel like he understands. You know what I'm saying? He understood, like, hey, like, I get it. It's, these, these moments are going to happen, you know, better now than later. And I feel like he, you know, took heed of what happened last year and just say, hey, I'm going to let this guy play. I'm going to let this guy, you know, work through his, you know, his struggles right now. And that's what he did, so. I love it. I mean, this reminds me of, like, like a basketball game. You think yeah. back to high school basketball and you, you turn the ball over a few times and your coach yanks you. Yeah. And that, that's just going to hurt your confidence, right? Yeah. It is better to let somebody kind of work through a hard time. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it, me mentally, it seems like you maybe overcame that, that block. Then. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for weeks I was like, you know, when I get the ball, you know, I, when the ball comes my way, I got to, I got to catch the ball. I understood that part, but in those two weeks, the ball wasn't really coming my way either. Yeah. So I couldn't really, you know, show like, Hey, um, you know, I'm back. So until yesterday, it was like the boat was kind of slippery. So was, was it like, really? Yeah, because the snow, rain going oh, yeah, on, the, the field, mix. field was wet. So, but yeah, it was a couple third downs. Yeah, you were involved. It's... Yeah, I, I feel like when you get in the rhythm, you get involved, and you throwing and catching the ball, it's easier because the ball's in your hands, and like, okay, I get a feel. Everybody get a feel, you know. And you have a good base to work off. I mean, all training camp, you were the star of camp. I mean, you, you caught a ton of balls. Everybody's talking about you. I mean, kind of like that. I think putting in that work probably gives you confidence too, to know yeah. like that—that's the guy I am. Mm -hmm. that, you know. So the ball came your way a lot this game. Things went well. You kick a field goal. It's 30-30. 30-30, overtime. And you know there was an opportunity there. I forget. So much stuff happened in this game. You just forget these random moments. I mean, with two seconds left, you're at the Minnesota 11. Could have gone for it, right? Is that an option, or is it kick a field goal, reset, get to overtime? Yep. Did, did the part of guys want to go for it there? No, no. No. Just kick a field goal. <laughs> Just kick a field goal. <laughs> yeah. Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. Yeah. So, overtime, we all saw what happened, right? I mean, Minnesota gets their field goal. You guys drive down, and, yeah, just it, – it's weird to see Josh Allen, you know, playing like that after – gosh, I mean, the, the first month – two months of the season, the, it's intergalactic. Yeah. I mean, we haven't seen a player like this at the position in general, and just some weird, bizarre throws. I mean, I'm not asking to be Jordan Palmer's <laughs> quarterback's coach, right? Like, you're, you're not trained in that department, but you are his teammate. Yeah. Um, any idea what, what he's going through right now? It just it, it's not, the, like, not the Allen we're, we're used to seeing. I feel like he's going through the same thing I went through. You know what I'm saying? I had my struggles. You know, and he's having his. You know, it's there's moments like those, and I feel like every player, every player goes through those. Not, not. I wouldn't say even the MVP, whoever the MVP of the league was five years ago, went through the same thing he's going through. You know, um, I just feel like every player has those moments. You know what I'm saying? You rather it be now, early in the season, mid-season, than later. You know, in a late, late season when we need to need those games or in the playoffs. And I just feel like you know, Josh is just gonna. You know, take a step back and say, hey, you know, what was I doing in the beginning of the season that I'm not doing now? You know, just take a lot of take a lot off his shoulders and say, hey, if a guy's open, throw him the ball. You know what I'm saying? Go through your read. Go through your progression. You know, make the right decisions. And I feel like he does, for the most part, he, he does make the right decisions. You know, these last few games haven't been his best games, but I, we still believe him no matter what. You know, he's, like you said, we haven't seen a player like him in, in years. So he's going to bounce back and... You know, everybody goes through it. Every player goes through it, you know? Yeah. 
It, it is so true. I mean, given what you've been through in your, your career, I mean, back to how it all began, right? And, yeah. and Denver and them kind of giving up on you and, and working through that. And it's, you know, that mental side of the game as well as anybody. I don't know if a lot of fans understand just, yeah, it's, it, they're, it's physical, yeah. right? We're seeing, we're, we're watching these games and it takes an element of speed and strength and athleticism and quickness. But I mean, every player I've ever talked to, it's, it's way more mental than any of that. Mm-hmm. How, how, would you agree? I yeah. mean, is, how, how mental is just playing professional football in general? I would say it's more, I mean, we have more meetings than we have practice, you know, and I feel like that's the mental part of the game. But also it's just, you know, getting yourself prepared mentally to go into a game where, let's say, you're, for example, 30, with 36 seconds in the fourth quarter, we got to get downfield to score three points. Like, and you got 74,000 people watching you. And mentally, you're like, I got to make a play. I got to make a play. I can't be the guy that messes this game up. You know, that's a lot. You know, and just in general, for, for a player, it's just like, you got to go in, you got to, you got to, no cover. First of all, you got to have meetings during the week, practice, play through injury. Um, maybe you're going through something off the field. You know what I'm saying? And then you got to go into a game on Sunday, play your best football so you can help the team win. And if it doesn't go your way, you got to fight through that and then come back the next week on top of what you done last week. And then you got the media. <laughs> and then you got the damn media. <laughs> and, if you, and then if you're, you know, if you're a Twitter bug, you got Twitter. And then it's like all these things going to like, you get to thinking, like, you know, am I the problem? What am I doing wrong? You could be doing nothing wrong at all. It's just not going your way. And it's just like, you got to find a way to tone all that out. And it's hard to tone out because there's a lot of people talking to you. And then next thing you know, you get a, you know, a text from your coach. Hey, come upstairs. I need to talk to you. You're like, oh, my coach is thinking this too. Now, now you feel like everybody's right. That's so perfectly put, Isaiah. I mean, I feel like you guys are dehumanized from basically every direction. Yeah. Right, the, the gamblers and the fantasy football owners. It's, I even, wa- yeah, I didn't even mention that. <laughs> I mean, next time you're watching like a Monday night football game and somebody just makes a huge mistake, just for fun, like type in that player's name on Twitter and yeah. see what pops up. <laughs> it's insane. On Instagram, I said we were doing this tonight. I had people messaging me, calling you words that I'm certainly not allowed to say. Um, it blows my mind that you guys, so there, there's that dehumanized where you, yeah. it's do your job, shut up, don't screw up, you're, you're costing me money. Yeah. And in, even like the front office and the coaches, I mean, there's good, good coaches and good GMs out there who do yeah. treat you as people. I mean, look no further than the Vikings. You get rid of Mike Zimmer who treats everybody terribly, awful. We wrote about it at Long if you want to check it out. I mean, it's, oh, I think Kevin O'Connell's the exact opposite. I mean, he, he has players excited to go to work. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Dalvin Cook could fill you in. He, yeah. he probably remembers those Zimmer days, but it makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. And front office-wise, they're trying to replace you. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not doing a job, like, I don't be thinking the star players, but like a fringe guy, a backup, a role player, you're one mistake away from needing to uproot your life and move to a different city, and you might be out of football yep. just like that. And yep. you got to think about something else. Yeah. It's cr- I, I can't imagine processing that all in that moment you just described when there's 30-some seconds left, there's 70,000 watching, there's millions at home. How do you, how, how do you handle that? I, I think this is why a lot of players are super religious. Yeah. You just got to look to God and say, all right, I'm letting go. <laughs> I'm letting go. It's out of my hand. Honestly, I feel like that's, that's a big reason and why. Not, and not even just, not just that. You know, the weeks before this, we, week before, weeks before yesterday, I mean, we lost to the Jets. We didn't play too well. Then the end of the Green Bay game, we didn't play too well. And then coming to this game, you got all this, like, you know, these players aren't producing. You know, get them, get somebody else in. Do this, do that, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then this game comes, and, like, 30 seconds comes. It's like, okay, what, what is such and such going to do? You know what I'm saying? He hasn't been doing this well. Let's see what he does. And, you know what I'm saying? I feel like for that, for the most part, you, you kind of get some, how would I say, some – like relief, you know what I'm saying, that, you know, we've been struggling these past few weeks, and then we go out there and do that in 30 seconds, you know what I'm saying, where we've been on the struggle bus for a while. Yeah. And like you said, mentally, it's like it gives you a sign of like, okay, you know, such and such can still do this. You know, 
you know, it's just, I don't know. It's a lot of mental and physical, yeah. You, you've survived. I mean, you're one of the longest tenured players on the team, which says a lot when you're not. Like, I mean, I know you're the face of the franchise. <laughs> right? But <laughs> you're not on a, you know, 10-year yeah. You know, two hundred million dollar contract, whatever. You're you've kind of operated on those fringes. So, what yeah. what is the key to handling that pressure that you just described to, to stay in the NFL as long as you have? Um, just I, I guess just do your job well and fight through those struggles. Because the thing is, when you when you're struggling and then like you don't know how to get out of it, how to get out of the funk, and people have different ways of getting out of their funks. And I feel like for the most part, if you're struggling and you keep struggling, that's when it goes downhill. But when you know how to get out of it, and you know, like, you find a way to get out of it, and you know how to get out of it because you've been through it before. Because I feel like a lot of people that made it, that's in the NFL, for the most part, they don't know how to get out of that funk. And it just goes downhill. And for a guy like me, like you said, like, every year has been like, you know, you know, you either make it or you don't. For me, you know, luckily this year, you know, I got an extension, but um, for the most part, every year for me has been like, okay, I got to find a way. I got to find a way to make this team. I got to find a way to take advantage of my opportunities. I got to find a way to, you know, do my best when I can. When a guy goes down, I got to fill his role. I got to do his job. And for the most part, I've done that. And, you know, I've also dealt with my own struggles and find a w found a way out of those. So I just feel like you just got to find it. It's, it's easy to say find a way. And you control what you can control when somebody else is controlling more than what you can control. It's just, you know. Especially as a receiver. I yeah. mean, you can only take over a game if the ball heads it's, your it's direction. Coming, There's yeah. so much out of your control. So it's just like a lot of things. It's like I said, it's easy to say, but you have to go through it. And I've been through it for years. So I, I know how, but I can't really say it. I just, I know when I see it, I can say, okay, that guy's yeah. going through it. And if he works through this, and he, he has the talent, he has the ability. If he works through it, he can be good. But for example, Kadarius Tony at the Chiefs right now. Kadarius yeah. Tony was at the Giants, first round pick, and struggling. You know, he wasn't playing. You know, he had off the field, off the field issues and things like that. He gets to the Chiefs, they're playing him. He's catching the ball, running routes, scoring touchdowns, and stud. He's doing good for so far. You know, he just needs to change the scenery. And Change a quarterback, Daniel Jones to Patrick Mahomes. I like Daniel Jones. I, I, I'm not asking you to. I'm not asking <laughs> you to talk bad about him. They are different quarterbacks. They are. They are very different. But I mean, Patrick Mahomes is proven himself. Yeah, Daniel Jones is tough. I mean, he's but, winning some games this year. That's yeah, true. But I, I like Daniel Jones. I've yeah. liked Daniel Jones before this season. Really? And I always say he's a poor man's version of Josh. And you know, I get, I get, I get stuff for that. You know, like because that's I, kind. I just, you could say homeless man's person of Josh. He's. Yeah, this like year, he's playing really well. He can run. Yeah. I, he's he's big. He can run. You know what I'm saying like, probably doesn't have the same arm as Josh. You know, arm talent, but like he can throw the ball. He's not like a noodle arm. He can throw the ball. He can run. But I mean, it's not Josh. But that's such a good point, though. Like on finding tools to get you out of a funk. Yeah. I mean, in uh, the book that hopefully everybody here will want to buy after the show, the blood and guts, how tight on safe football. <laughs> Right, so got to seamlessly fit that yeah, in. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was talking to George Kittle. I mean, and when he was at Iowa, he was in a really bad place, uh -huh. living and dying with every play at practice. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he's buried on the depth chart. He's just partying too much, and uh, in practice, he said he, he'd screw up. So he saw, he talked to the a psychologist mm -hmm. um, that they had there on campus, and they told him like on your wrist tape, just draw a red dot. And so after every play, you just hit it and you reset. And he said that like, that was a turning point for him. Mm -hmm. He stopped kind of living and dying with every play, mm -hmm. and things took off for him after, after that point. So I don't know. I don't know if you wrote a red dot on your wrist. Nah. Were, were there any, <laughs> any little things you did? And then back to Josh. I mean, he's obviously going through something, mm -hmm. I, probably more between the ears than anything elbow or anything else. Uh -huh. are, are you talking to him? Are you trying to be a resource for him? Um, haven't talked to him. You know, he's, he, you just got to let him think it out. You know, and then, you know, a couple guys probably did going to talk to him, you know, the coaches and things like that. So, I mean, they're all going to talk. I'm probably going to say something crazy. Like, <laughs> I'm probably going to give him a joke or something. You know what I'm saying? Just to lighten the mood yeah. because I'm pretty sure everybody's talking to him. And There's a value to that, right? Yeah, it is, you know. But for me, I don't I – don't, for me, I, I don't know. Like, for me, it's there's no – 
there's no one thing I do to get me out of a funk. No, I just go home, play a little Call of Duty, eat food. I'll probably have a thought in my head like, damn, I should have did this. But it's just like, you know what, don't think about it. The yeah. next day, I'm going to go to practice. And if everything's still in place, I got a chance. So, if I, you know, as long as I still have my job, I got a chance. That's how I think about it. Is it hard to not agonize over a play, a game, when you go home? Like, people don't see that side of being an NFL player. Like, yeah. when the game's over, you, you got to go, live your life, right? Yeah. And you could just be staring at your tablet, reliving everything, driving yourself nuts. There's always plays you want back. Yeah. But you can't let it, like you said, like, you got to reset. You know what I'm saying? Those plays you, like, even in, that, in, that, in, those, in those moments, you got to tell yourself, okay, next play. Like, all right, whatever. We'll figure it out on film on Monday. But, you know, on Monday, you like, oh, man, I want that play back. But it's over. Like, what can you do? All right. Well, let's try to fix everything then <laughs> with the team. What, so, obviously, the big question now is why do the Buffalo Bills look like one team in the first half and then another team in the second half? How, um, do, how, how can that get fixed, do you think? Yeah. I have no idea. No. <laughs> like, that's hard for me to say. You know what I'm saying? I just, what, what's what, it like at halftime, though? Like, when you're in there, we're what, in what's, there, what's happening? Well, for lately, I've been getting IVs, so I haven't been tuning in. So I've been getting IVs at halftime just so I won't cramp up. Um, but I'm pretty sure for the most part, I'm, when I'm in there, you know, we're just talking about how we can stay consistent, you know what I'm saying, you know, limited turnovers and just, you know, do our job to win this game and, you know, let's just go with the floor of the game. For the most part, you know, we're always up. So when we're up, we say, hey, we just keep them down and let's win this game. So it's, it's easier said than done, but we still got to go out there and do it. I mean, the last three games outscored 43 to 12 after halftime. Mm -hmm. I, I think, was it Dig? Diggs actually put it pretty well. He said that Vaughn always says, don't blink, and I feel like we might be blinking a little bit in the second half. Yeah. What, what do you think he means by that on blinking, you know, when you come out there in the third quarter? Um, um, <laughs> I'm human, so I always blink. Um, <laughs> so. When, when, when Vaughn says don't blink, it's just like, I guess don't panic. You know what I'm saying? Whatever yeah. goes on in those situations, like don't panic. Like, just be ready to go. Like, always have your eyes open. Always be, always be ready. And I feel like when situations happen, like bad plays or something, don't blink. Just, just go. Just keep going. You know what I'm saying? Don't think about it. Don't close your eyes. Don't, just go. Yeah. And, you know, in the second half, like you said, we've been outscored. And... We just got to learn, well, not learn, we just got to finish, put, put opponents away. And I feel like in the beginning of the season we were doing that. Now it's been, it's been a struggle. But it's only a struggle. It's not, it's not permanent. It's not something we, we're, it's not, I would say, what I, how you say it, like, it's not, it's, it's not something we're not capable of. Like, we put opponents away at the beginning of the season. We just got to do it now and keep doing it, be, keep being consistent. Have the foot over the jugular and yeah. don't let up, right? Mm -hmm. That's which is kind of how you guys played. I mean, you went going for it in situations, throwing the ball downfield. Yeah. You got Cleveland next. They're a team that liked you, right? Back when you yeah. were free agent, you could uh -huh. sign with the Browns. Yeah. Was it close to any of these other teams? Did you, did you put your mind in that uh, place at all with anybody? No, I didn't try to put my mind there because I I didn't want to be nowhere else. Yeah. So that was kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, for people who don't remember, I mean, you one of the first shows you said you could have taken more money elsewhere. Yeah. Right. Substantially more? Yeah, a lot more. A, a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you're but you're okay just living on what you have. I mean you're yeah. I mean you're not necessarily hurting. Yeah. But right? It's you're taking a lot less to stay here for, for what reason? Yeah. <laughs> like I said. <laughs> But like I said before, like I've been here, I've been here for a while, and I've I've watched this team grow, and I've watched people come and go, and I've, you know, I've seen the bad days and I've seen the good days, and right now I feel like we're at a point where we can do something good here, and I want to be a part of it, and you know what I'm saying hopefully for years to come. So we'll see. Well, I think everything you've been through, you could be a really go-to guy with where the team is right now, yeah. right? Whether it's in the locker room, talking to people, in, and even on the field. Yeah. Um, is there What kind of role do you want to play in this offense? I mean, we're kind of seeing it, seeing it in bits and pieces, but, mm -hmm. you know, 
I don't know, offensive coordinator Isaiah McKenzie. How was he using Isaiah McKenzie? <laughs> this is your opportunity to d- demand the ball ten times a game like Sammy did back in the day. No, no way. Demand the ball. T- I mean, because you got Diggs demanding the ball ten times a game. That's kind of what you know. You let him have that, and then you know just distribute it a little bit. That's all. Just give me a little, couple of here Six, and there. seven. Six, right. seven. I can right. do that. It's good. I can work with that. <laughs> well, awesome. I know uh, we got a lot of questions out there for sure for Isaiah McKenzie, so we'll uh, rev it up. Oh, okay, yep. So we have a stationary mic this time. So if anybody wants to uh, trot on up or I think we have a cord on it, right? Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Test. Hi. <laughs> so, um... Basically, just, I mean, after two tough games recently, um, like, how the team morale is basically right now, and how do you guys kind of focus in on the next game? Um, 24-hour rule. Yeah. You kind of, like, watch the film and then move on. Uh, for the most part, everybody's just kind of thinking, like, okay, what can they do better? You know, look in the mirror, if you would say, like, just... What can you do better? Can you do your 111 better than what you did last week? And I feel like everybody's fine. Everybody's in a good spot. Everybody's in a good headspace. You just got to, they just got to, you know, we all just got to come together and say, hey, we're better than what we've been playing like. And we understand we're struggling, but we can't be in this funk for too long because, you know, the end of the season is right around the corner. The players, the playoffs is right around the corner. And yeah. we want to peak at the right time. But so I feel like for right now, the struggle bus is, Okay, but we gotta get out of get off of the soon. Yeah, well, just I mean, we love you, we love Thank the Bills, so I mean, let's just finish strong. Basically. Gotcha. So, Thank yeah. you. Oh. There you go. Um, I have a very important question. Do you like chicken wings? That is a great question. Do I like chicken wings. Yes. <laughs> Do you like them? Sweetheart, I like chicken wings. Yeah, that's, your, that's my question. Yes. Oh, sorry. My bad. I was talking to her. <laughs> yes. Okay. Just wanted to know. What kind, of, what kind of chicken wings? What kind? Um, any kind is fine. I don't know. Like, I'm not really. Ranch. Ranch over blue cheese. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Buffalonians are way too hard on people who enjoy ranch with their chicken wings. I agree. <laughs> Not my husband. <laughs> hey, Isaiah. Um, I wanted to ask you about your utilization on the team. How you feel about it? Do you think you're being utilized to your highest potential? <laughs> I know that might be tough to, yeah. Um, Answer how you will. <laughs> that's tough because... Um, I don't, I don't. <laughs> I, I'm not trying to put you in a hard spot. No, that's fine. Um, that is a tough question. I, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. Um, I would say. Do you want me to speak for you, Isaiah? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to need, I'm gonna need a little bit of help. No, no, you can answer it. You can demand the ball. Um, it's okay. I mean, I, if, I'm, if I'm out there, use me. You know what I'm saying? I would. That's what I say, you know. I can do a lot of things. I'm, I'm fast, I'm quick. Yeah. I can, you know, I catch the football. Like, use me to my full potential and use me whenever you need me because I'm there. I'm not just, you know, I can do, I can do a lot of things. I would say that. I agree. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can be used more. I'm a... I think a lot of us would. <laughs> I just wanted to know your thoughts on it. Yeah, I can be used a little more. Okay. I'm a, well, I'll ask tomorrow or something. Sounds good. <laughs> I'm going to the Cleveland game, so I'm hoping to see you out there. All right, cool. Appreciate it. Thanks. Like the jersey. Great question. I have you... a very important question. Okay, yeah. Who's your favorite Bills player besides yourself? Oh. <laughs> My favorite Bills player is Matt Milano. Yeah. What's your favorite pregame meal? Um, and a little dirty crew. Yeah, I see that. That's sharp. I like that. Sh- I like Thank that sweater. Um, pre-game meal. Um, I would say home games. I, I eat a steak the night before. I like I like steak. 
um, um, the night before. But during, I don't eat. I just eat a banana before the game. That's about it. I, I, and sometimes breakfast. You know, my girlfriend she cooks breakfast, and I eat the breakfast. But if I don't eat the if I don't eat breakfast, then I'll probably eat a banana. So away games, I'll probably eat a banana. How do you like your steak puffed? Very important. Very um, important. Way more important than the chicken wing. <laughs> uh, medium well, medium well. I mean, a little bit uh, of pink, I guess. <laughs> medium well, you said? What? Yeah. What's wrong with that? Come on. Come on. Why don't you just eat a, like a slab of tar or rubber? No, like but that's plastic. well done. That's well done. No, it has no taste. Medium well has a little bit of taste. None. So we want to eat it like what? Medium rare. Ew. You need some juice. You need some red. That's like what? How, is that good for you? Yes. Somebody said no. No, it's. It's not good for you, right? And she's a doctor. I can tell. <laughs> it's very good for you. Is it is? Yeah. Is is it good for you? I don't know because I think. You want to eat it for it's the taste, taste, right? It tastes good. It, it ain't good for you. It's both. <laughs> it's both. <laughs> Hey, we appreciate the dancing, so thank you. But I love your comments near the end of the game about how the plays are switching. Say it again? How the plays are switching near the end of that game. Uh -huh. Right, you're telling Diggs, you guys yeah. are doing this thing. So we're talking about hate coming out on Twitter and the social media, and Dorsey got a lot of it at the end of that game, right? Yeah. But how much was Dorsey involved in that? Or is that Josh and the starters? Like... Does like, Dorsey even have anything to do with that? You guys <laughs> just take the game and control it and go. Yeah, right? we, like, well, he just Dorsey calls the plays, and we just run run the plays the best the best way we can. And I feel like Dorsey called a great game. You know, like I mean, just like players, coaches wish they had some calls back. And you know, that's how that's how football goes. You always gonna want something back. You can't call a perfect game. You try your best. And Dorsey's doing. You know, he's having he's coaching. He's doing a great dog coaching. And in that game, you know what I'm saying, he called the play, we ran the play, and he can't throw the ball himself. He can't run the ball himself. He can't do nothing. He just got to call the play. And, you know, we just got to go in there and execute. But Dorsey's, he's a great coach. He's been doing a great job this year. And, you know, sometimes he's, he's, he's going to get that just like we're going to get it. And as long as we're in the building, we know, you know, what we have. It doesn't really matter what every, anybody else says. Thank you. Exciting game. It was great. Thank Appreciate you. It. That's a great question. I mean, really, because you think about the outburst up in the coach's booth. That's, that's what we saw. Were, were there yeah. any private outbursts from, from Ken Dorsey after this game? No, I mean, he probably no, no had holes his, through the walls. No, he probably had his own, you know, coming to Jesus. But, like, <laughs> like everybody has those, and especially as coaches and players, you know. Yeah, I mean, he could have, like, retrospect, I know hindsight 2020. But, I mean, you got three good backs. I mean, that's the criticism, right? You got this lead, run the ball more. Josh is driving it down the field. So is that, like, the quarterback taking those risks down the field or is it the play calling? That's the kind of stuff that we wish we kind of knew. But. Yeah, I wish I knew too. <laughs> so uh, for uh, your fantasy owners, me being one of them, uh -huh. just like, what can I expect for the rest of the season? <laughs> <laughs> I um, haven't dumped you, I'm by the way. I was going to say, I did well with you in the lineup this week anyway, <laughs> all right? I'd like just a little bit more targets because you're getting most of those catches, all right? Uh -huh. There's no ball security issues for me. Yeah. I want to see more. I can't wait to see more. <laughs> I got you. Well, just, we'll see. I got you is good enough. Thank you. Got gotcha. you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he just went on his phone and, and traded think, you real quick. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we have no more questions. Any more questions? I don't them? think I think people don't want to walk. That's the problem. People don't want to walk. If you want to just sit and yell, that works too. Oh, how did you meet your girlfriend? Now there is a hard-hitting question. Uh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Oh, she's getting red in the face over there. No. <laughs> I tell you. I tell you. I tell you. It's a long story, but a good story. Not really long, but hey, so. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me let me answer it. Let me answer it. It's my turn. So last year, July. So I've known her for a year and a couple months. 
you know, we've been dating for a couple of months, but I've known her. We, I know last year, last year July, right? Um, I hit her up on Instagram. I think she hit me up, or oh, all right, I hit her up. On, <laughs> 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 you trying to you trying to rewrite history, Isaiah? Let's. It's, so I hit her up you're on, on the record. You're on the yeah. record right now. So I hit her up on Instagram, and um, we were talking. Yeah, you know, so I have a great conversation, and um, everything went well. You know, smooth guy. You know, beautiful girl. You know, what I'm saying handsome guy. It just went, it just meshed well. You know. I was, I was gonna, what are you literally saying though? Like, what? what are, what's? Do you have the message saved anywhere? Oh, no, I think she has it. But okay. yeah, I think. Yeah. Like, what's the pickup line from Isaiah McKenzie? What? What is? It was something. Did you see? Did you see the game Sunday? No. No, because this is this is off season. This is the camp. No. This was uh, June, July. So it's like, so, so we're talking, right? And she came to see me. She, she lives in Orlando. So she drove down to see me. She drove down to see me in From Miami. From Orlando yeah. to Miami? Yeah. That's a commitment. You know, it's a long drive. Why not? Why not, right? So, <laughs> so, so. So she comes down to see me, and I had just opened a restaurant, and you know things were just like going, and I had a lot of things to do that weekend. So I ended up like kind of leaving her in the house. I wasn't really talking to her. Like I wanted to hang out, but she was there, but not there, and I wasn't around. I kind of left her in the house, <laughs> and I was doing all the wrong things. I didn't know that. I was just going with it, you know. So it was one night. We went out, and we had a great night. It was one night. We, that was that one night, though. It was the rest of the weekend was kind of shaky. Mm -hmm. So one night it was a great night, and um, I thought everything went well, right? Go back. <laughs> she goes back home. <laughs> we talked for like three days. Never hear from her again. <laughs> never you again. Explain yourself. No, not yet. Not no. yet. So I never hear from her again, right? And you're heartbroken. Broken. Broken. Sad, Isaiah. Sad. You know what I'm saying? But. We were having this conversation the other day. So I told her I earned everything I have in my life, including, you know, her, because I, I had to earn it. She made me earn it. So whatever. So right, anyway, three days go by. We stopped talking. Bam. So September comes around, right? September comes around. We're about to play the Steelers, right? And I asked her, I said, hey, you want to come to the game? She, she was down in Orlando. You want to come to the game? And she goes, um, yeah. Uh, no, she said, I'll see what I can do because she has to work. So I, I, so I started looking at flights, trying to book her a flight, just get her up here, you know what I'm saying, to make up for, you know, that weekend. I had no idea I did anything wrong, right? So next thing you know, um, come Friday, it's time to come up. And um, she said, hey, uh, you know, she's not going. She has to work. Da, da, da. She gave me all these, oh, hey, uh, Saturday. On some reason, I go on Instagram, I look at her story, she's in Miami. <laughs> I thought she couldn't come. <laughs> but she's in Miami, partying, partying. So she, she, told, busy. She, she told me, she said, hey, she, she told me this year, this is what I found out. She said, I wasn't coming up there because, like, the first time didn't go well, and I didn't think you wanted anything, so I wasn't going to waste my time. That's what she told me. So, okay, I said, cool, all right? She just told me that this year, but last year, right? So months go by. We speak here and there. December comes. The Patriots game, you know, the good game I had. She texts me. After the game? Yeah. Of so course. So she said, oh, you had a good game. Uh, I say, there's no way she's watching this game. She knows nothing <laughs> about football. So, I, so her dad is a Bills fan, and he told her that I had a good game. So she texted me. I said, okay. You know, so we started talking. Mom. A couple days later, don't hear from her again. <laughs> I said, all right. Is it because you went back to the bench after that game? No. I don't know what it was. <laughs> no, probably, you know. So the offseason comes. We speak here and there. So this one I came, I was like, you know what? I want her. I'm going to get her. And that's it. So June comes around. And <laughs> I'm going to love this story. This is the best part. June comes around. And I come, I come from Colombia. By the way, I invited her. She didn't go. Invited her to Colombia. Right? She declined. 
Your client, right? So I come back from Columbia, and we were texting at, you know, at that time, and I say, when I get back from Columbia, I'm going to go to Orlando. I'm going to drive to Orlando. Well, I'm going to Uber to Orlando because I wasn't driving. I Ubered to Orlando, and I came to see her. I saw her. I went to the water park, had a good time. The next weekend, she came to see me. So that next weekend, I say, hey, I told my sister, I told, you know, everybody said, hey, I'm going to actually be my girl this weekend, right? So we go, kids, close your ears. We go to the, strip, we go to the strip club. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and. <laughs> you did warn. You did, you did warn the kids. Yeah, so we go to the strip club, and, you know, you have bottle service, you know, the sparkles and the sign. And. On the thing, on the sign, I put, Kim, will you be, my, be mine in the strip club? So that was kind of like <laughs> weird, right? <laughs> so, and then like, she didn't believe that I was too serious. Really? So. You're, you're so romantic, I say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, she didn't believe that I was serious. The sign was serious right? because like with other signs. You arranged this ahead of time. Yeah, arranged this, you know? So. It, it wasn't until, like, a couple, what, it was after, yeah, it wasn't until after camp, during this season, where she found out, like, I was, we were together. Wow. Because she had asked one of her friends, no, she told one of her friends, he didn't ask me to be his girlfriend, and one of the, her friends told her, her friend told her, I think that sign was saying, be his girlfriend. <laughs> so then, like, like, we're together. I thought we were together. <laughs> and in her mind, you're not together. In her mind, like, we're not together. So I'm like, okay, cool. But now we're together. So it took me a while. I earned it. <laughs> there you go. Let's hear it. <laughs> I told you it was kind of a long story, but it was kind of cool because I was like, well, yeah, we're going to have a story to tell our kids. Yeah. You know, so like. <laughs> Good story for the kids. We're going to have a story to tell our kids like, hey, your mom had me chasing her for a year. And. <laughs> It didn't take us to, we got to the strip club you know, <laughs> to, for me to. Well, it is interesting because I think everybody assumes all pro athletes, you've just got, like, there's very little effort that you have to put into yeah. that entire game, right. right? You can just, they're all going after you. Yeah. And you can just pick whatever. Exactly. And, it was, and that's what she's thinking at the time. Right. Like, oh, you have all these girls. Why you want me? And I was like, no, I'm trying to get rid of them. Right. I, I just want you. That's it. You know? Oh, there you so, go. I had Beautiful. to deal with that, you know, like uh, football player, the stereotype. Think, like, human nature, I think, like primitively, we need like little resistance, right? Yeah. Like gravity. There's this. Yeah. You needed the challenge. Yeah. To find I'm, your soulmate. I'm always up for a challenge. You know, every day it's a challenge. Yeah. All right. So when are you gonna propose, Isaiah? When am I proposing? Yeah. You can um, do it right here if you want. <laughs> um, it's a surprise, okay. but I will. Oh. She, I told her I will. There you well, go. She knows. She, but the thing is, just like everything else, she doesn't believe me. Really? Yeah. Well, you're, you're not a believable person. No, though. she believes that it's possible. <laughs> but for me, like, it might be like, <laughs> I don't know, like a ring in the toilet. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like this is how you propose. She thinks, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you're a prankster. Me, yeah, being me, being me, she doesn't think, like, I would get on knee and. Do you yeah. have it, like. Plotted and yeah, it's already, in it's already planned. She doesn't yeah. know when. She just knows okay. that it's happening. And we also plan, well, I guess you can't plan that, like practicing on a baby. Yeah. <laughs> We're trying to make that work. All right. Well, if you want to incorporate the show, <laughs> you can. Kids, cover your ears. <laughs> huh? Come on up. Oh, yeah. Come on up. Come no, on. Come on. She's sitting right on. over here. Jeez. Everybody <laughs> waved at Isaiah's future wife. <laughs> we, so, you know, since we're on her, right? So, like, today we're at breakfast, and she's like, oh, Isaiah, you love all this attention. And I'm like, you know what I'm, I'm trying to get you some. <laughs> You're trying. trying? Yeah, the face of the franchise. Yeah. What, 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 what's her nickname going to be? <sighs> Like Miss Dirty or something. Like Miss Dirty. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who, who wouldn't like that nickname? <laughs> All right. 
Should we wrap it up? Do people want to hang out with Isaiah? That's probably what we should do, right? That was awesome. Thanks, everybody, for coming out tonight. This was fantastic. Uh, we'll both be hanging out up here, right? Unless yep. you got to hit the road. Are you good for a little bit? Oh, yeah, I'm good. Just hanging out. Perfect. So come on up. I'll be here as well if you want to grab some blood and guts. Uh, would be greatly appreciated. And <laughs> thanks so much for uh, coming out.